0: Today's Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. One agent looking out for all your insurance needs, home, auto, renters, business, or life insurance. Travis covers it all. Call him at 812-295-3129 or check him out on Facebook. Get the level of attention and understanding that you deserve a Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance.
1: Hey, this is Josh Teter, PJ Tour player. You're listening to the Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball podcast. Right out of kentucky and you are listening to birdies
2: bourbon and basketball podcast the post classic edition of said podcast
1: <laughs>
2: we dodged raindrops all weekend for the most part
0: yeah it's what an hour delay saturday
2: hour delay yeah and there was what three or four yeah, yeah three four or four groups across. in
3: the afternoon
0: I think. Yeah, yeah three yeah. or
2: four groups left on the course other than that and I mean, who would have believed we would have played in sunshine? Yeah, all day for the most part on Sunday. So, uh, Blake, we, you and I played together on Saturday. Um, both played okay, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I played okay. good. I, I had my best round of uh, of my classic history, shot two over and played really what, well. About on number fifteen, I said I got to start making some decisions here and. And uh, made the bad business decision of saying, "Okay, I'm just going to play as good as I yeah, can I know, and put a score up." And which is, uh, but you still are in good position. Yeah, I was in good. But I still had a chance yesterday. I just blew it coming down the stretch. But um, what were what were you after 30 holes? I was three over for the tournament.
3: Well, no, I'm talking about Saturday. You were in B flight, right? I yeah. was in A. a I, was, I was
2: one wow. shot wow. one shot out. That's I was one what, shot out I of could, A in the final group. Right.
3: I couldn't remember if so I was A, a
0: B. was so. Championship was even and everything under. Then A was 73 to 76. B was 77 to 80. And then C was 81 and above. But amazing. What was the average? I think they put up there. 78. 78, 79. the average score. I mean, amazing scores. Which played short, but. Yeah, yeah. What was was C? 81 and above. Oh, yeah. I should be in.
2: 90 and, and above, my so. my brother almost came up with his prediction of repeating a C flight champ he came up a shot short and uh and he's the smart one of the group I mean he didn't do it on purpose but he threw up an 82 on Saturday and put himself Which, in position isn't to terrible I mean no no it not I and mean, what is you
0: two years like 88 right
2: oh was, it was really he was up yeah. there and then came back with like a 73
0: I think I mean, that just tells <laughs> how strong the field was I mean yeah. 81 and above was your last flight. I
2: mean, yeah, um, yeah playing, playing, uh, again, playing really short and, and, um, few tough pins, but not, not bad. I mean, it, you know, hey, Trey said we're going to let people go out and try to make birdies. And they did. And they did. Yep. That's what they did. Jack Cunningham, um, Well, before we get to Jack, let's talk about you. You had a 77 Saturday. 79. Or 79, I'm sorry. And then, uh, I don't. Talk about your tee shot on number one on Sunday, if you would.
0: Well, it didn't go the length of this table. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) he texts me, Chris, and says, I topped my tee shot on one. I can't get loose. And so I figured it you know, maybe right. went in the water or just, went. Oh, and no. uh, Tony Steiner, the starter said, Oh no, it didn't even get off the zoysia grass. Oh, like it yeah. didn't make it past the end of the tee box. Well, you had a good lie for your second shot. Yeah. <laughs> he said the guys yeah. hitting after him almost was stepping on his ball, yeah. taking their stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot.
0: Yeah. I that <laughs> far weirdest. Yeah. Weirdest thing ever that day. Well, you said you said you, you're hurt somewhere or some inflama- yeah, inflammation, but yeah. <laughs> inflammation or something. Yeah, Brian was up at all Saturday morning. You know? Yeah, talked about that threesome last last time. <laughs> kind of jealous. No, i do not. Kind of jealous. A- oh, told you I to come. Know. We told you to come live broadcast.
2: Anyway, moving on. Uh,
0: but, but uh, yeah, anyway, so rough day Sunday.
2: Good weekend, yeah. but back to Jack Cunningham shot a twenty nine yeah. on the front uh, yeah. yesterday, and and there were rumblings around the golf course, uh, but but two over on the back. So, yeah. but solid score. But he won the championship fight going away. So, Jun- junior, Trey,
3: junior at Ball State, right? Yeah, I he believe
0: played, at, a junior. played yeah. at Lincoln. Okay. Yep. yep. Um. Trey told me a group on Saturday, just in their group, had twenty three birdies. Wow. Wow. We had, yeah, well, four. And, how, <laughs> and how many was there total that deck? 200, and oh, yeah, there was a ton. 30, yeah, now, I mean, the golf course was playing, but still, you know. I mean, a birdie's a birdie, yeah. and well, an yeah, an eagle. but when you
2: got guys driving to within 50 yards of par fours, I mean, yeah. you know, number three was playing the water wasn't even a factor, no, on three, um, four was back, four, four played, yeah. and, and four played the toughest hole in the yep. golf tournament, yeah, um,
0: four and eight, yep
2: so uh but but it was fun you know um had a great great turnout great yeah. weather um and
0: I mean, I as i was gonna say when we talk about shootout i mean that was the biggest crowd i've seen in that or come to that in probably five six years
2: yeah and uh we had got a lot of feedback um chris was chris was out there walking the by the greens and we were making our way around and it, and I got a lot of good feedback. What about you guys on our yeah, live broadcast? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I mean, we had what, at least 30 or 40 listening the whole time. And I mean, got people even at the, we, the event was, was we we're, were listening. Yeah. Well, and I told Brino after I think the next day when we were playing, I said, you know, if you're playing in it, it'd be smart to have it on. Cause like Trey asked that one time, you know, such and such in the weeds and right. Joe sure. Robinson a couple of times was asking, Hey, where'd that ball go? And yeah. it could be an advantage. No,
3: I ran a, I ran across a couple of golf carts out there and they had, they were, they were listening to us. Yeah.
0: I know Trey Showalter was. And, and so, yeah, others.
3: it was, yeah. it was weird to hear it. You know, you could it, hear it. Yeah. It, it was, it was a little second or two delay on, you yeah. know, after I, I would say something, but yeah, no, we, I had a great time. I hope it was fun. I hope yeah. it came across I know a lot as, of people said they as, listened as, the whole
0: three hours. That's of it. a good thing.
3: The only the only downside of it, we we dropped out on the 18th and, but you we know, went live. Yeah, we we tried to pick back up on yeah. the, with the the pair, uh, not the periscope but the Facebook live.
2: Well, and we yeah. learned you know they said two hours for a live broadcast, and it turns out you have evidently you have three yeah um yeah. three three hours and two minutes, and then it ended up coming back on. I don't know, but yeah, but uh, we learned we learned how to uh
0: if your phone's going dead obviously you can't talk (laughs) right we
2: learned how to broadcast golf which um, none of us had ever done so but you know i had a a few people say it was much more engaging listening to it listening to us broadcast even while you're watching it because watching a shootout sometimes with 10 9 8 guys you don't know what where to look what to do and and, uh, so lots of good feedback from that. It was a lot of fun to yeah, do, and I'm yeah. sure we're going to do more things. We've, we're kicking around all kind of stuff now that we sort of kind of know what we're doing and I
0: had a blast. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, And there's pretty good. Nobody could really hit putts. I, would, I really that night. Um, no, but
2: the putting was, well, putting yeah. was subpar, I you think know, for, for and, sure.
0: And the thing about that shootout, just like, I think we were talking about Trey, you know, he was one under through four and one bad shot. And, right. and that was it. That yep. was GN. That was
2: it. Yep. And, and hey, uh, well, I
0: made my goal, well, look, start off Travis. I mean yeah.
3: tra-
2: Travis one one bad shot one in the, bad swing in, and, in
3: the woods and man it was over. Well,
2: and Johnson on 3 nearly drives the green. He's yep. pin high almost yes. and goes out on that hole. So yeah, yeah shootout is an interesting interesting animal. Um yeah. I had a I had a winner on my picks. Oh, Chris and Chris did out. too. I That's had, right. You I'm, picked the shootout, shootout winner. I had the
3: shootout winner. I had Eric Wagler as a shootout winner. Yep. Yep. So I I I, I gained a whole $5. All
2: right. And, mm. and Brino had
3: the had the classic B. B. B flight winner. B flight yeah. winner. Zach, so, mm. Zach Gray. So, so he mm. gained a whole $10. Blake, how much did you gain?
0: I made my goal this year. I lost one hole. <laughs> <laughs> Two holes. Do I get a dollar for that? You get a dollar hole. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> hey, it's summertime now. You can mow the grass tomorrow. Get out and play some golf. And when you do, go to Country Oaks Golf Club in Montgomery, Indiana, right on Route 50 between Washington and Montgomery. Great, great shape. The fairways are awesome. The greens are even better than they were. So there's really no excuse not to get out there. And hey, if you want to practice and make your crappy game a little better, the driving range now has a credit card machine. So you can go out there and hit balls at your leisure. So get off your butt and go. 812-486-3300. We will see you at the Oaks. So So, golf picks, what did we do last week?
3: We all sucked. (laughs) Except for me and you on the shootouts,
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> hey. I, I challenged someone today. They said I sucked, and I said, "Okay, let's go." I saw that. I so, saw the Who was it? Uh, oh, uh, was Fire Sparks? Was uh, that on Facebook? Yeah, I did not see it yeah. this so afternoon. He said if he picks a winner, I have to bar- buy him a margarita. And I said, "All right, there you go." So this is
3: a this is a a week a week field coming up for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So
0: these we should be hitting. I would hope. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got. Like I said before we started this, it was Classic Week, and none of us took Kevin Strillman, who played in the Classic. Yeah. Get second, and that's his favorite. He even said that was his favorite nine. It's his favorite course to play on the PJ Tour. Mm. Yeah, mm. so so I'm looking at this. So, Blake, you're down 24
3: bucks. Shut up. Uh, I'm down 19 even after my $5 Eric Wagler <laughs> win. And Brino's down 9 bucks after his $10 win on... Zach Gray. That's great. It's
2: like being the most popular guy in prison. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Ooh, I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> the, you know, if anybody wants to follow us though, here's where you need to follow us at. It's on the fades. We are three for two well, lord, lord uh, now. I mean, we're we are actually nine for nine on our fades in three weeks. Wow. We are awesome on picking people that will not finish <laughs> in the top That's six. Picking
2: people that stink at <laughs> golf, we're really good at it.
0: <laughs> none of us took DJ. That's kind of a surprise, but sh- we've said though he usually does well in his favorites. But right, like thirteen straight years now the victory.
2: Yeah, think. really. Yeah, yeah.
0: At, wow. least, at least a cal- one every calendar year. Yep. Yep. No kidding. Yep. Wow, you know, That's I was watching Saturday or Sunday, and I heard a stat that it's kind of unbelievable when you think about it. Phil Mickelson has never been number one in the world rankings. Really? Hmm. Which, if you think about it, though. Tiger right, right. all it was the Tiger. Years. Yeah. Did, and then once it. Tiger hit the cold years, and all these other guys came. Did right. it ever say the highest they got? No, I, I would assume two. Uh-huh. I mean, when him and Tiger was going yeah. back and forth. but I thought that was kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is.
3: So this week we got the Rocket Mortgage Classic up in
0: Detroit. Again, no it's fans. Detroit. So Only in second year ever. Second year. Yeah, so really didn't have nothing really to go by. Right, so we're, we're going to try to pick a winner. It's
3: a Oh, it's I feel a, confident. It's not a loaded field. There's no. not a lot of people. Which you was
0: due to not be you right.
3: Mean. So, well, I let's don't
0: know. let's change
2: up the order and I'll go first and maybe that'll change our luck.
0: Well, no, that will work. Yeah, yeah. you were the big winner.
2: I'm going to go with my guy. Uh, both of us are still trying to uh, cultivate mass, as Mac on it's always sunny in Philadelphia said. Bryson DeChambeau, as one of my favorites, he is six to one. I'm going to take Victor Howland at twenty to one. Both of them are playing very well. And Mr. Richard Fowler at 33 to 1. I'll let you do your favorites. Then I'll come back to my (laughs) Uh, every We have a long shot. You have a long shot? Oh, you want me to go ahead and do my long shot?
3: No, we no, no 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 no. Go to your picks, Blake. I want I want your play. I want your picks. As I'm writing them down.
0: Go ahead, Ricky Fowler one of mine. Okay. You want to go ahead and guess what he is on brother's list? I well I can only imagine, but yeah yeah yeah. So he's not getting top six. You might as well go ahead and you know we get can, that. We
3: can cancel that one out. Yeah. So you got Ricky at thirty three to one.
0: Yep. Uh, Brant Sneediker. Forty-five to one. Sneaker. And I'll go Brynose boy Jay, twenty to one. He's due to come back. Sanjay, we're twenty to one. So, all
3: right. I couldn't go Bryson because there's no money there. Six to one.
0: I know. I, I saw I, I, that too. I, as much as I, as much he's as he's playing as well. As much he's, as I he's think so he's so going to good. win. Lori's killing the ball.
3: Yeah. As much as I think he's going to win this tournament. I couldn't go with him because there's no money to be had. Right. So I just Why didn't like,
0: you go with him as your fade? <laughs>
3: so I went with Tyrell Hatton at 14 to one. Thought about him. Okay. Uh, Victor also at 20 to 1. And I I, I love Captain America Gosh, at 16 do. to 1.
0: You love you, Sir Patrick. <laughs> so there there's those three. So Some Patty.
2: All right, I'm gonna go my fade is going to be at 40 uh 35 to one and I'm picking him as my fade because I pissed that I picked him in the one and done last week Bubba Watson and I hope he Man. shoots 83 82
0: <laughs> what she farewell could no yeah, exactly uh my fade is Hideki 16 to one Six, yeah. there you go and my my
3: fade is <sighs> I, I, you saw it it was earlier it's been written down for a while Ricky Fowler, 33 to one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, We're screwed. Brian never
0: fails. Never fails. So
3: one, so we're probably, so I'm probably dropping out of the,
0: at least I got Brian with me this time. Maybe that's what it's going to take maybe to break that,
3: this curve. Maybe that's what it's going to take. So, so long shot, Brian.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to go with a, uh, a super, super long shot. So on here, he is. I think, <laughs> what is what is that there? The next to last guy. It's, it's 1,500 to one. Yeah, if I think
3: it's 50.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to
0: put a buck on that guy. Is that 1,500 to 1500 one? 1,500
2: to one, because it says 15. Thousand? Thousand. That's to, 15, yeah, 1,500 so to one. one. Anyway, um, Richmond, Indiana native, Bo Van Pelt.
0: Did you have to put a dollar on him? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy his
2: his father is a good friend of my uncle out in Richmond, and
0: uh, if he hits, I have that, no insider knowledge. It's just that I saw nope. he was
2: down there at that ridiculous
0: number. I thought, what the hell? Right. All I know is if he hits that, Bo Van, Par- Van Pelt will be on this he's show. Next he's, week. Coming on. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he's coming on. Yeah, he's so. coming
2: on. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm angling for for neck for
3: guests. <laughs> we, should, we should probably get him anyway. <laughs> it's true.
0: Uh, my sleeper is Ryan Armor. Two twenty five to one. Top He's 10. the
2: is he the heir to the hot dog fortune? Armor hot dogs?
0: Maybe I don't know. Oscar Meyer. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He top ten last week, so I was thought why not? Uh my
3: long shot. Tyler Duncan at one twenty five to one.
2: Yeah. So, our Indiana
3: boy. Yeah. Purdue Grab. So I'm I'm gonna try him. And so I tried Adam a few weeks ago, so I'll I'll try this one. Yep. So
0: Oh wait a second! We did not bring up the epic match we had tonight in league.
3: Oh, that's right. And it was epic. a
0: battle. Oh yeah, for the battle for second. Well, yeah.
2: The, yeah, the 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 golf bitch of the <laughs> you know, of the, the podcast. podcast.
0: And I guess we're There's, just gonna split it. Yeah,
2: we got to split it. We tied five to five.
0: We did. So brothers is obviously the master. But I, I'm still waiting for the belt. Yeah, there you go.
2: I had my typical 39. My partner shot 51.
0: Well, my partner shot 47. So there
3: so you go. It feels good to be on top. Yeah. You especially, got all, Especially with this threesome. And I, and, and. Yeah. Here we go again.
2: We have to put that little E on here again, like we did the other night at the podcast which is a good thing. Blake drops an F bomb within the first 10 minutes of being on the microphone. When you go
0: out second, you get that privilege.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, good classic weekend. Trey did a good job. Staff did a good job. Yeah. Um, Mother nature did its job.
0: Well, it's like Trey said, I think in an article I read today, it brought people together again. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. People are surrounding a little bit normal, normal, you know, so we
2: had local guy win the shootout local guy, win the B flight, um, Local Sam won the junior award, so the local guys did good. Hey. Congrats uh, to Sam, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he hung in there, headed See. down to French Lick tomorrow and Thursday for the age group championships, uh, the Indiana Golf Foundation, and then uh, by, up to Winona Lake next week for the. Boys junior state championships. So he's got a lot of golf in his future. Hopefully. Playing well,
3: he, is, he yes, he's playing playing real well. Yeah.
2: And I will uh, next week. I will obviously not be here, so we will be. Um, we calling in or what? Well, we yeah, doing? I don't know. We'll probably yeah, we'll probably just call in and and uh, do the show. Hopefully, come up with a good guest. Did have. Um, sam matthews came up to me oh. um after the and and if sam if you're listening to this I, I do probably owe you an apology i was i just got done making uh playing the last six holes and seven over when i <laughs> talked to you and i i probably wasn't as nice as i wish i would have been so but he was talking about he has uh, a quite a bourbon collection oh, yeah. and uh, i've got an idea that that uh to interview somebody. That I'm going to work on to kind of have a bourbon centric episode coming up, so we'll we'll work on that. And and we've talked a lot about birdies, and we will talk a lot about basketball. So we'll get some bourbon in there too. Um, we,
3: should, we we probably shouldn't instead of me just sitting here drinking having a bourbon drink every night. So we should probably do something.
0: We heard him going there Friday night. You were pouring a lot Friday. So was Brino.
2: Yeah, I, I I I makers Mark was one of our sponsors. I had to walk away for one
0: one of those drinks. <laughs> it, was, um, it was gulp gulp gulp. So do you want to kind of let our listeners in on what we're thinking about for fall sport? Well, that's Friday. what I was
3: trying to look at. I, I know I shot you an email. Yeah. But I, I sent that through another but, account, so I think. So basically I, I we're, see it.
0: we're going to do a preview of every high school fall sport. So, so
3: if you are a coach and you are listening, or if you know of a coach that's out there right now for a fall sport, have them get in touch with us. Brian, what's, what's our email address? Um, it
2: is actually the easiest ways through Twitter or um, you can hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Facebook, impulse uh, radio at you. Gmail, um, or we'll be coming after you for yeah. sure.
3: We're probably going to be coming after you because we've got seven, seven sports, I believe. Is that what we talked? I thought. It was I think close. so. Yeah, yeah. and okay. kind
2: of our idea is to maybe say, let's just say volleyball, for example. You know, have all the the volleyball coaches: Lagodi, Washington, Bar Eve, North Davis, for you know, for an interview, talk about it's their 10, teams. And, yep. and so we've got we've got volleyball, we've got uh, boys soccer. tennis, soccer. Soccer. soccer, football, football, uh, cross country. There you go.
0: Cross country. Uh, yep. Say soccer. Yep. Yep. Girls golf.
2: Girls golf. Girls golf. Yeah. Oh. So. So
3: we don't have any don't have any swimming in the area we don't have gymnastics in the area so
2: so anyway we'll we'll do some do some of those shows and that'll be nice and 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 give some of those those sports some spotlight and and uh talk about what they've got coming up and let's keep our fingers crossed that we come up and have have sports i'm
0: excited it's that's kind of my next thing is it's getting i saw while we were out there playing another pga tour member i mean
3: and 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 I want to say something on that. You know, Ricky, uh, the guy that caddies for uh, Brooks, yeah, he tested positive. A day later, he tested negative. Same with, Cam- uh, okay. Same with Cameron Champ. Tested yeah. positive. A day later, he tested negative. So how many false positives are really out there in the reporting? Yeah, You know, so, right. I mean, three or four of them guys dropped out because they were in contact. But then in the end of last week, they were – it was a false – Yep. So,
0: I don't know. Um, uh, I've seen a lot of NBA players, I think, for both the reasons, you know, political and the corona, that's saying they're not going to go to Orlando. But,
1: yeah.
3: I
0: mean, okay. I don't know. I, there's a couple of baseball players I heard
3: that were, yeah, that were doing uh, Mike League.
2: Yeah, Mike Leake, Yeah, right.
0: that were doing it as well. And, the, so. well,
2: what's the the uh, first base, Zimmerman. Yes. Yeah, he said he's not going to play.
0: Really? Wait, Ryan it, Zimmerman? Is that is the Nationals guy? Am I wrong I in,
3: in saying this, that he is – Losing sixteen million over that. Wow.
2: That I couldn't tell you. But. I
3: thought I heard that this morning that he is losing almost sixteen million because he's not gonna play. Wow. And but he oh. is, you're right though, he's not gonna play because I heard it on the on the way this morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I don't know. I'd loved I'd love to give him back, but I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting next month of their thing coming back. Yeah,
2: well, and you got you know, you've got states going the wrong direction right now. Yep, so.
0: Exactly. Um, and that's why I'm kind of excited and I was
3: just getting ready to say. If we can get some high school coaches in here, hey, let's get rolling.
2: Yeah. We were lucky enough to have PGA professional Josh Teeter call in and do an interview to discuss his career, both uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour and his time here at Country Oaks playing in the Country Oaks Classic. So let's go to that interview right now with PGA professional Josh Teeter. Hey, we got a great guest today. I'm so excited uh, to have PGA Tour player Josh Teeter, who was the actually first and uh, maybe only uh, PGA Tour player that I've ever actually could say I I know. So, Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks, hey, Brian. Great to be here. Oh, uh, it's awesome to have you. It's we were just talking before we came on the air. I'm not even 100 percent sure what year it was that we we talked. I was lucky enough to play with Josh for for two years in the pro am at the Country Oaks Classic, and and then uh, your career kind of kind of took off.
1: Yeah, you know, play after playing with you, uh, you know, I went on to bigger and better tournaments, and uh, I always missed the small events, you know, like the Country Oaks Classic, but you know. Obviously, we want to play at the highest level when we can.
2: There you go. Now, have you ever, in any other interviews you've done, have you ever attributed that to playing with myself (laughs) and my buddies?
1: Well, I don't know. Probably not. But I have played (laughs) in a lot of pro-ams all over the country and world. That uh, You know, every time I play with somebody, they've played with – some other player who then went on to do something, you know? Yeah. So, that, that's uh, everybody's connected in some way.
2: Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, you're, you're talking to us from, from out in Utah and this course holds a special place in your career, right?
1: Well, this event does, but yeah. the course has changed. Okay. A couple okay. Times since when I won in 2009, uh, but it, the course uh, is now a course that's a little bit more similar to the one I won on. Gotcha. Um, but uh, you know I've played this course uh, Oak Ridge Country Club a couple times so uh, in the I think 2017 and 18. okay so uh, you know I've seen it before and uh, pretty comfortable with it and looking forward to the week.
2: Yeah there you go. well, that's awesome. Um, so if, if you could, let's just talk about your 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 junior golf career.
1: Uh, actually, I grew up in Lexington okay um, I was born in Danville um, but so I, after first grade I was I was in Lexington from first grade so about the age of 35 and then about five years ago we moved to St. Simon's Island Georgia.
2: okay I didn't so know after, that
1: yeah I've been down there for uh, almost five years.
2: Wow that's fantastic so talk about your time there you know around the Lexington area and your junior golf and, and high school career if you could let us know what what kind of experiences you had had doing that.
1: Yeah, you know, I played other sports and uh, picked up golf at about 12 when a few of my other friends uh, were starting to play, and also my mom and stepdad, uh, they played a lot, so I joined them quite a bit on the course, and, um, you know, there was a, a thing we had, interclub Club, it was called, uh, in our area, yeah. it was just uh, the local clubs and, and even the public courses would get a team of, you know, five to six players and kind of go out and each Monday at a different one of the courses in the area and, you know, kind of have a team event and four lowest scores and who would win. And, uh, at first my club didn't have a team in that, but they were, they were kind enough to let me play a couple good guys. And, uh, Dave Bunnell and, uh, they, they just let me come out and play. And then yeah. we I recruited a team in my club at Greenbrier and got to, got to, uh, where I played yeah. in them every week. And, you know, I did that for about a year or two and then I kind of grew to play in a bigger um, you know bigger tour around the state where I'd play six or seven tournaments in the fall in the uh, summer yeah um, when it didn't interfere with baseball and just played a lot you know yeah. um, and it was great for for me as a golfer as a young man and you know to just kind of mature and, and learn through the game of golf there you go now
2: did you play in high school Josh or did you play baseball?
1: Uh, I did both. I was lucky enough that we had golf in the fall and baseball in the spring. Okay. But it was, you know, kind of a tough decision uh, coming into high school. I mean, I I think to this day I was a better baseball player than I was a golfer at that point. But I kind of saw the ceiling in baseball for a a guy that didn't hit for power. And, I mean, I could field ground balls and turn double plays all day, but that didn't seem like that was going to take me too awful far.
2: There you
1: go. And, uh, (laughs) And, uh, I just felt like golf would connect me with more people in the long term long run. And, uh, if I didn't make it, um, you know, I knew I'd meet a lot of great people.
2: Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, when, when you played with us here at country Oaks, um, in those pro-ams, the, the one thing that, that struck me about you and it, it's really proven to be a staple for you on tour is, is your, you know, you, you not only hit it a long way. I mean, I looked up your stats, even this year, you're, you know, you're hitting at 294, but you've always been high in driving accuracy. And, and I noticed that. That's one thing I remember about you is just how straight you hit the golf ball. And is that something that's come natural for you? Or did you do that when you were a younger golfer? Or is that something you had to work on and just developed in such a such, such an accurate driver?
1: Um, yeah, you're right. It has always been a strength of mine. And, uh, you know, I would say that, you know, I haven't I haven't worked at it a ton. I just kind of I talk with my caddy a lot about it, who's also helpful me with my swing. You know, when he gets to playing bad, he was a former player, and mm-hmm. he starts hitting the driver really crooked. And and I just in my my game, I don't see that. Like I feel like you got a sixty yard window out there, you know, to hit it into. Um, that doesn't seem like it's too difficult to me. But <laughs> sometimes when I get into, sometimes when I get get kind of bad on the greens i i have that feeling that i feel like he may have on the tee
2: yeah and
1: i try to try to emulate that feeling i have on the tee box with the driver on the putting green but um i feel like i've had to work a whole lot more on the putting than i have the driving yeah and i think as you go along you know the mini tours you know the the accuracy of the driver isn't as doesn't mean as much, um, but you kind of step up now to the Corn Ferry Tour. It means a little bit more. And then, you know, the PJ Tour it means even more. Um, yeah. You know, we see these guys now, though, that are hitting it 330, 350. Crazy. You know, that's a different league, you know? It, I mean,
2: it, it's, it's, I mean, obviously it's a different league, you know, maybe even yeah. for you, but it's definitely a different league for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I know one of my first few years out on the tour, 2011 or 12, you know, um I don't know if you're familiar with the every shot counts book that mark Brody put out huh yeah the, um you know you look in there and it seems like once a year I'll have a friend or someone that I know in the golf world kind of send me a picture because I think that year like he did the strokes game driving and I was like seventh or eighth um in that time period mm-hmm. that he used to to display that stat and you know that that's evidence that you know I, The driver is my best club and has always kind of been my calling card.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I know shortly after you played in in Montgomery last and you went to Q school, I, I remember coming home from work that day. And the guys, Mac Petty and, and Morris Petty and Bill Ricky that we kind of were, were your pro-am teammates for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. We're all calling each other. You're, on, you're <laughs> on the golf channel and you're right there. <laughs> like you're knocking on the door. It was a disappointing day. And, and if you want, you can kind of describe what happened. But I've always thought yeah, everything happens for a reason. And then you turn around, have a great year, get a second, you know, at the... The event, what's it called? Uh, Christmas in October, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then you win. It was almost Mm -hmm. like a blessing what happened. And I don't know. I'm I'm putting that on you, but could you describe that Q School event and then what happened? You know, your first year when you when you went on. I guess it was the nationwide at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously you go into that and you never play. I've never, I've never been to finals. I've never played a six round tournament. And we all want to be on the PGA Tour. And you know, I was in that position to do that. Mm I had a I had a pretty good collapse coming in, but uh, you know, it, it was it was tough there for the next few days. And but you know, I, I did realize that you know I was now going to play somewhere where I'd never played, and right. I was happy to be there. And I was going to be able to pick my schedule. I was fully exempt. Yeah. Whereas you know, not knowing a whole lot about how the tour you know what was organized and how you have priority and you get reshuffled and you know if I finish you know let's say at that point 23rd and I get a tour card you know I might get two chances you know in the first six events to make some money to right get bumped up and if I don't then I'll, I get bumped down and now I'm fighting to figure out where I'm going to play so you're right it was a blessing in disguise it it made me you know travel a full year and play the corn ferry and get my feet under me and you know yeah obviously have a great win or uh, a great tournament there in kansas city when i went head to head with michael sim who was you know playing some of the best golf anybody in the world at the time yeah um and then you know to take that confidence and you know three or four weeks later go on and win so um it was great yeah
2: Well, we, we, you know, again, we, we just, I don't, I haven't run across a lot of PGA tour players. So it was, it was fun to watch you. It was almost like we were right there with you, you know, watching you in those early tournaments. And you know, a lot of times you weren't on TV when you were on the corn ferry or nationwide and, and. And to watch, you know, we were watching the leaderboards, and and then you, as you were rising up through the the money list or points list, and and then when you those two breakthroughs, we were just we were all just ecstatic for you. And matter of fact, I'm one of the original owners of a Teeters Troops T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. So wow. you you get on tour, uh, had your success. What was your first? what was your first tour event, whether you may have played one before that, but what's the, yeah. I guess, what's the sticker shock like, you know, the first day you walk in there and, and here we go.
1: Yeah, I had Monday qualified for one back in 2005. So, you know, I played in Boston Okay. Um, before the playoff events were, were, you know, established. and You know, a lot of the big names played there. Tiger was there, I remember, and, and people like that. But it had been a while, obviously. Um, you know, five years since I played one, and you know, you go to Hawaii, and it's it's a little bit of a I don't know, it's like the first day of school. You know, you're back out there after a few weeks off yeah. or a month or so, and you know, you don't get the real vibe. I feel like the season really starts when you get to Tory Pines because that's where Tiger and Phil and you know, a lot of the people start their season. Yeah. Um, and at that event, everybody's on one site, the, the range. There's two courses, but the range is right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, the week before Palm Springs, it's all spread out over three or four courses. Right. And, um, so I think Tory Pines is kind of when his eye-opening. Like, this is what it's really like, and this is where we want to be, and this is how we want each week to feel, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: you, you, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you finish second to Tiger at,
1: at I, the Farmers? I did finish. Yeah tied for second with Brent Snedeker in 2013. Okay. Um, you know, everybody, I've had, I've had a lot of, you know, texts or whatever, you know, over the last year and a half or so when they started showing that chase for 82 and showed all his wins and everybody who's finished second to him and, and things like that, but yeah, it was, a uh, I played well. Um, you know, we've had 10 holes to finish on Monday, but I think I saw shot three under the final round and he shot even and I still was four behind yeah <laughs> you know so he he kind of got out and lapped us the, over the first three round two or three rounds yeah um, as, but, as he know, can I, do <laughs> yeah, no doubt yeah that was the year you know he won five times and everybody still didn't think he was he was playing that well <laughs> <laughs> yeah because none of them were a major but they were they were at Great venues, you know, they're at Torrey, they're at um, at Muirfield, and I can't remember where else, but obviously great events to win.
2: Yeah. How many majors have you played in, Josh?
1: I've played three majors. Okay. Um, I haven't played the Masters, but i played the other three in 2013.
2: Yeah, okay. Good deal. Well, and then, you know, again, we've been big Josh Teeter fans for a long time, and this year at the Puerto Rico Open – um you stuck at 8 iron on 17 man and, and we were all calling and texting each other and and uh and you know I Victor Howland had it another way unfortunately
1: Yeah you know I was even I hadn't seen Ryan Brim since since then and I saw him today on the putting green and he came over and you know was talking to me about it and how he was watching and pulling for me and he's like you know, I've had everybody tell me that thought was going to go five feet by or somebody yeah. even said like 15 feet by. Right. But, I mean, it went in, you know. Yeah, um, well,
2: and he he had chipped in and, from nowhere on what, I think, 15.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the name of the game in golf. You know, hats off to him. He, he did what he had to do. And uh, I don't know. If I can beat the field by four, um, like I did there, except for him, I think yeah. I'll... I'll probably end up doing pretty well. <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely, and so, I, I, I don't you think you know
1: you can do you can do your best, and somebody somebody nips you, or you know, sometimes you don't have to play your best, and you can you can come out on top. Yeah. Well, you
2: know, like I say, I don't think the way you played that week and and you know, again, that shot and it, it you can, it, people that are listening to this, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Josh finished a very, very close second at the mm-hmm. Puerto Rico open and you can Google it. It's online, the eight iron that he, that he hit in the, in a pretty good rain um, on yeah. 17 and, and stuck it and make a huge birdie. And then and then Victor Howland chips in on 15 and makes just a bomb um, that could have gone anywhere on on, on his last. But um, it, a great time for you, and, and I don't think that those days are over. Um, but let's uh, – you know, one thing I did want to ask you, though, before we get on to your time at the Classic um, – right at the time that you and Ashley were about to get married you hosted uh, an episode of inside the PGA tour right that that had to be a special moment to highlight her and, and your guys are getting ready for your wedding and all that
1: yeah that was uh, actually right after our wedding okay um, maybe within the months after we got married yeah but yeah that was great you know we uh, they filmed it when we were on site down at uh, Bay Hill and uh, the week of that event which was cool and all but It would have been nice to to film it there at home in Kentucky. Yeah. You know, hopefully uh, there'll be another chance to do that, uh, you know, at our home or near where we live in the future.
2: Yeah, a a neat keepsake. And, and, you know, I don't know, I'm sure people are still dancing the (laughs) teeter-totter.
1: Yeah, it's funny. You know, right before we we got on this call, I I was talking to one of the creators of that. um, (laughs) That great song. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome.
2: So, what's on tap for Josh Teeter going forward here, the rest of the season after Utah?
1: Well, I'm kind of in a I'm in a good spot, but a, a little bit of a weird spot. So, I, um, with what the tours decided to do is, uh, you know, you can't lose your status mm-hmm. uh, from this season going into next. So, I, I've kind of got that in my back pocket as to be in the conditional 126 to 50 category, which should get me you know somewhere between 10 and 15 starts i would think next year gotcha um but you know right now i think i'm sitting maybe 114 or 15 on the fedex cup yep Um if i can finish you know inside the top 125 and you know make the playoffs um you know then i I get better status for next year so
2: yeah
1: not only are we we're going to try to finish in the top 30 you know let's get to the tour championship that's kind of the goal yeah. Um, th- but the the question mark is is when am I going to get start um with uh you know the 3 month layoff and you know winter guys going to play and people going to play every week or Yeah. You know currently I'm out here in Salt Lake kind of playing the Corn Ferry to just get some reps in and There you go. try to get back in a rhythm and you know try to do my best and you know get on their points list as well
2: because uh,
1: yeah. their points list is going to run all the way to the you know, the fall of uh, 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because there's nobody going to, no, no Corn Ferry Tour players are going to graduate up to the PGA Tour this mm. year because of the shutdown. But, yeah. So, uh, but it looks like, you know, I might get four more starts before the playoffs start. Okay. Um, maybe next week in Detroit, and then uh, a couple weeks after that in uh, Minneapolis, and maybe the Wyndham I'm looking at. Okay. Along with uh, Reno, the Barracuda. So, yeah. well, now, but I'm basically going to play somewhere the next uh, eight weeks, whether it's Fort Fair or the Big Tour, and uh, kind of be ready when my number's called and try to make that jump up to the, the points list.
2: There you go. When do you find out if if you're on the fence to get into an event? How how does that work?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's ever flowing. Like, it changes from time to time. Like, I looked this morning, and there was a reshuffle after Hilton Head, and I'm four players in to the Detroit tournament next week. Okay. But the things that can change that are guys have till 5 p.m. this coming Friday, the Friday prior to the event, to commit. So if a guy hasn't committed, and he commits, and he's above me, he bumps me down. Yeah. Um, and then there's guys can also withdraw, but up until then, and then there's guys withdraw after the deadline sometimes. So if you get to you know where your first or second alternate, you know you almost where I'm at, the position I'm in. I'm gonna probably travel to the event. You're looking to be good, there ready to go.
2: Well, hey, we. I, I again, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate so much um, of you coming on the show here, especially to to share your memories of the classic as we're heading into that this week. And and uh, we wish you nothing but the but the best. And and you know, we ask Adam if he would have won um, on tour that week that he was on the show. If you can, when you do your post uh, post round interview, if you can say it was all because of the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast.
1: <laughs> You got it, man. All right, uh, I w- I'd love to, and uh, that's got to be you know based out of Kentucky, right? Basketball and bourbon. Well, and
2: you know, do they still play basketball in Kentucky? I'm not mm, sure. I, I can't. I'm not sure if they play in Indiana or not. <laughs> well, you know, there's times where we wonder that too. Unfortunately, <laughs> Josh, I wish we'd play
1: play each other. Sometimes. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, listen, speaking of playing each other, you come back to Lexington any time that you're in the area and you, and you want to come up here, you just let us know. We would absolutely love to have you here, and and uh, I'm, you'll probably have to give me a couple strokes, but we'll definitely play.
1: <laughs> right, I appreciate it, Brian. Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you so much, Josh. All right. Well, due to our crack intern staff messing up some of the uh, production, we... Didn't get to say goodbye as a group today, so I'm going to have to handle that all by myself. And uh, so if you if you want to intern for a podcast, just let us know because we've had to fire everyone. But uh, we'll work on that later on. Hey, did get some really cool news as we were about to post this, so I thought I would add it here on the, on the end of the show. Our friends of the show, Adam Shank and Josh Teeter, are paired together Thursday and Friday in this week's PGA Tour event. So gives uh gives it an all birdies bourbon and basketball podcast pairing for the week for the uh, thursday friday rounds of the of the pga tour event so that's pretty cool so root for them and we are going to continue to make plans for our high school fall spotlight shows and a lot of other great stuff so thank you for tuning in to birdies bourbon and basketball podcast